Andas un poco agresiva hoy, ¿no? No. No, ¿qué es eso? ¿Why are we matching right now? Why did you copy me? I didn't, I just like the shirt. Welcome to the Cosmic Ocean. Okay, cool. Welcome. My, my name is Nayeli. And I'm Fatima. And this is our podcast. And really? <laughs> okay. And then you can follow me on all platforms as the nay underscore area. And you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram, la hija del maíz, with an E. A-M-A-I-Z. Cool. Before mice. we start, huh? Mice. Before we start, we are on the unceded land of the Arapaho peoples and the Cheyenne peoples, amongst many, many other peoples who have walked this um, land. We are on stolen land. It is always important to acknowledge that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I was looking at my camera roll, and I was um, <clears throat> looking at a little map of the indigenous colonies that were there from Mexico. Oh. And it was interesting because Tarumara wasn't where Chihuahua is. Maybe La Sierra, mm -hmm. but not fully Chihuahua. More Durango. More Durango. Yeah. <gasps> so you have to remember where the Sierra is. So we're from, um, I was born in Parral. Well, actually, I don't know because Durango's down, no? No. Because it was more like this, more. Durango's next to you. No, it's like down. It's down. Uh, Tarumara was more, maybe. I'd have to check, honestly, I don't know. <clears throat> no, I'm have to look. Why are so, you coughing? Uh-huh. It's so chilly out today. Not to look. Hold on. I really thought that it wasn't going to snow or anything in October. October was going to be a hot month. Y nada que desperté. Oye, but it is down. What? It is down. But I'm telling you that the map where the Tarumara was was more like... What do you mean? Was more west than south. Oh, okay. Southwest than like east Like the south. Sonora, Sinaloa area? I see? I don't know. <clears throat> oh, you know what? No, it was 100% Chihuahua. 100% donde está la sierra. So I was born in Parral. My mom was born in Parral, but my dad's born in the Sierra de Chihuahua. And so the part of the Sierra that from Chihuahua, they are they're really close to Dur Durango area. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why we have also... And we have family from Durango too. Mm -hmm. And then my grandpa, so when I did my DNA test... Oh, it's interesting because I was talking about this at work too. My, my DNA test, it's from the... Chihuahua Durango area, indigenous. Mm. My indigeneity. 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 I think so. Is from Chihuahua and Durango. Yeah. Area. So that's where the Tepehuanes are, the Tepehuane Indians as well. Mm. The Tepehuanes, the Tarumaras, and the, the Ramuri. Mm. And the mm. Ramuri are the ones who run mm. as well as the Tarumari. What were you talking about at work? Um, no, so just something, it came up that my coworker was saying how she didn't know, she had never done a DNA test. And I was telling her how I'm like perfect mestiza because I'm 50% um, española and then 50% indigenous. So it's mm -hmm. a super great mix. Mm -hmm. Perfect mix. Yeah. Of mestiza mix. Perfect. perfect. What is perfect? Well, perfect when, for we, me, when we talk about balance and duality, you also have to take into consideration that it doesn't always mean 50-50. <laughs> Right. It, and it changes every day. Right. 
So it could be 2070. I mean, 2080. It's your balance, right? Yeah. You, okay. So yours is 50-50? Okay, no. So it's like 50-40. And then like the other 10% is like Ghana. Um, all these little islands up. and. When did you do that? I did that a while ago. How long ago did I do that? I did it a while ago. And what was it? The Ancestry. Oh, oh Ancestry. ancestry. Yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't do the... The 23 and Me? Yeah. No, my brother did that one. And my grandma did that one. So it's really interesting, too, like, talking about, like, the... What is it? The balance. And my brother's, like, six, 60 per sixty to 70% Spanish. Espanol. And the rest. So it's, like, really weird how we have the same parents, we have the same everything, but... We're totally completely different. Mm-hmm. It's like so weird. Yeah. I mean, I think too, you can just tell when you see him. Oh, yeah. Because he's white, he's tall, like... and redhead. Right. Do you want to be a little vulnerable today? Or mm, no? Maybe. So I thought it was absolutely insane just being a third party with absolutely no... What is it called? What is she saying? She's the man. <laughs> I'm just a third party observer with nothing to do with, with no with no interest and no um what was it? Yeah, well no interest in no it. No interest in some shit like no, that. No um o sea, you had no culpabilidad. Yeah. But how did it feel to be so okay. So for me we just I just had a hard week. Well, and... but I wanted to talk specifically about how you were being triggered and it was like the very ends of Mercury retrograde. You had some childhood trauma that was triggered. Mm-hmm. And you sat with it for like a week. And then it just got worse and worse and worse. And worse because and worse. it was like being unveiled. It was as if the more that you sat with it, the more that you like chipped away at, okay, what is it really? What is it really? Right. And it got deeper and deeper and deeper. It was insane watching you do that. And then I Spiral? Think that, mm, no. No. Unveil what really was the problem. True. Because you just sat with it. It was affecting you for so long, but you didn't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you tried to know why. You were just like sitting under this cloud for a minute. <laughs> and then we were at dinner and it was almost as if you... I don't think it hit yet. Mm-hmm. Like you still didn't know, but you were still pissed off about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we were at the movie theater and you, and not until, you know, those things happened mm-hmm. did you realize, holy shit, I know what it is. Or you're easily triggered by hiding and tiptoes, and I think that was a big epiphany for you. Oh my god! And and I real yeah, and I real okay yeah, I realized. Oh my god! Okay, so now can I share? Yeah, for sure. And you butt in anytime because you were like the third party in all of this. So (laughs) yeah, for the first time in my life, (laughs) you're just like oh, let me get my popcorn. Dead, but like dead ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't worry. Dead ass. So I guess. When I got back from Egypt, all this stuff was going on with, you know, with my family. And then one of the things I realized was how my main thing was like, oh my God, I would just lie to my whole life. Hmm. My whole childhood is a lie, right? And it just goes deeper into, it's deeper than that, right? It's the whole gaslighting, the whole... So my dad, you know, is an alcoholic and he didn't drink when we were older. Um, And I just realized that he didn't, I was told that he didn't drink when I was little or that my whole life that he didn't drink. And so then just talking to my sisters and just some stuff happened and we put two and two together and I realized, oh my God, 
he literally stopped drinking when I was mm. like 10. Mm. Like, and there probably was another, some more situations, but I blocked them out. But I, cause I remember certain things and I remember speaking up to my mom and be like, or even in front of them, both of them. Oh, I remember that, you know, you were drinking and we had to go pick you up and my uncles and we, you know, me and my sister were in the back hiding. And then she was like, no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Mm. That didn't happen. And so then I was like, okay, it didn't happen. So I don't, mm. you know, so I don't know where, okay, okay. So then the situation happened over a couple of weeks ago. And then I was just, you know, break talking to my sister about it. And I realized, oh my God, it did happen. Right? Because she remembers Because she remembers too. And then she remembers other things that I don't remember. But then it's like weird. Like like she unlocked it. Yeah. When she said it. So all these, all these things unlocked where, where I know that I'm really, really, I'm a gifted, um, what is it? That I just put stuff in a little box and hide it away in my mind. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> uh, good. What do you do? Um, it's uh, a compartmentalizer. Okay. I don't know. I think so. And so I'm really good about that. And that's why I was able to always um, and that's suppress on everything. Oh yeah. It's all trauma. It's all trauma. But now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I've been doing this since I was little. Because your mom's been telling you that's not true. It's not true. And then so when, so then like thinking about it now, like I remember my dad like passed out on the lawn, right? And my mom's like that never happened. So now I'm like, oh my gosh! So I've been like hiding, comp- like not believing the stuff that I saw mm-hmm. my whole childhood, mm-hmm. my whole teenage years, mm-hmm. and then and then the other thing that's huge is like root trauma breeds root trauma mm. right so then i was like so now i get it i was like so much trauma so my, i grew up with an alcoholic parent right and so all that trauma obviously was passed down to me and not because not because they were abusive or all that stuff it's just because my dad didn't know mm-hmm. what he was doing right mm-hmm. it was his addiction and then my mom was his co um dependent or his co what is it every addict has their enabler enabler so my mom was his enabler mm-hmm. right and I think they didn't realize how, or is that just the way they work, right? Mm-hmm. There's no, I don't need to know, I don't need to understand it because that's the way they function, right? That's mm-hmm. that's their thing. And then we go back to the fact that they just didn't have the tools to do right. anything better. Right. And they didn't know. And when you look at them as people, then you have to ask, okay, then what were you, what are you running from, dad, if you're over here right. an addict? What are you running from? And then you know, but you see his life and you know. Right. So then it's just like, I don't know, it cuts even deeper. Or I guess that you, you do understand. I you understand. may not understand or you may not agree, mm-hmm. but you see why they do it. I it doesn't justify it. No. But you see it. Right. So I just think like this whole couple last couple weeks have just been so just having to deal with that truth, mm-hmm. right? And like I told you at one point, dealing with how human they are and that human part of them. Mm-hmm. Because I think for me, like I hate for me, I one of the other things I realized is like, <clears throat> oh my god! So then I I saw this, I was lied to, I was told that my truth wasn't my truth. And then just being like ghastly. So then I think that obviously it just, I don't know, it just makes sense now because I always grew up or like my parents would always be like, oh, what did we do to get such <laughs> terrible Sorry. children? Yeah. Like not, that, I don't know if they said terrible children. But they, but, you know, they but do. They're, but they're like, they're oh my God, what do we do to deserve this? Right? Mm-hmm. What do we do to deserve you as a child? Because I'm not the perfect daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Or because you do not do what I want you to do. 
That part. It's yeah. not that they're bad. It's not that. Yeah. It's because grandma, or it's because they lost the control. And right. They like the control. Right. Right. But then it just sucks because I, I realized that, oh my God. So I always thought that I came from this perfect life, mm. right? And was told that, oh my God, it's because your life is perfect. So then I was always like, what the hell is wrong with me? That I just had, you know, all these issues and all this trauma. So. I, so I just came to that realization too, and I was like, "Oh my god! Well, no wonder I have trust issues, and no mm-hmm. wonder I have all these." So for you hate me, hiding for you me, oh, for me, the main thing is like, I hate secrets, I hate hiding and sneaking around because that's one of the things that I realized that's what my parents did, right? That's what you Our, grew up with. That's what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And my worst feeling is like the the walking around on eggshells. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate that because I just mm-hmm. remember having to do that around both of them. Mm-hmm. And then, and then also just realizing how emotionally unavailable both of my parents were, even though I was told that they were there and they, you know, mm-hmm. but now just realizing, damn, they were so emotionally unavailable. Like they weren't there. Mm-hmm. They weren't there. I just, well, sorry. I just thought that was so insane. And I hope that because hearing this information, I'm like, wow, that must have set you free. Oh my god! Because you have been carrying this, uh, and it, it's obviously not going to set you free right. right then and there. But at least some of the weight has been um, lifted, lifted, mm-hmm. and with time, you. This is like the missing piece—not the missing piece, mm-hmm. but in this case, a missing piece mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that will help you be in a space where you can be free. Yeah, because I was like, I was talking to my sister, and I was like. I think I'm gonna go visit him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I was like, because I can, I can see that. Because I, I was like, since Finally. I got back. That's why I was like, well, maybe not since you, because last time we were talking about it, you were like, no, no. fuck that. <laughs> I am not gonna give him my kidney. <laughs> Dead ass. Like, oh my god. Wait, was that conversation before or after? Before. 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 Cool. Because I have to go through my anger. Mm-hmm. I have to feel the anger. Yeah. So then the the way. It, and like segment does this you you mm. heal through your anger mm. and i have to go through my anger mm. you know like segment i don't know if we talked about her no talk about so segment um is one of the manifestations right of um in what is would it be it's one of the manifestations of god mm-hmm. and she in is, egyptian cosmology and we talk a little <laughs> bit about um what manifestations are in the podcast Fuck! I don't even know what I. The one where I got back from Egypt. The one that you got back from Egypt, but which one was that? Mercury retrograde, or the one after that? The one before that? Do we remember? So there was the one. I think it was like nineteen, because this is what twenty-one. I think it was nineteen or eighteen. Okay. Episode nineteen or eighteen. Anyways, continue. But short stories, so manifestations is like so we have God right, and there God can present in different manifestations. So this one is is segment, and she was let's say she was the daughter of Ra. There's many, many different stories around her. Mm-hmm. And she was sent down to Earth because um, everybody was being so bad. It was such a terrible place. And, and she just was sent down with a mission to pretty much um, eat everybody, you know, to get mm-hmm. rid of everybody. So she came down in the lion form, mm-hmm. cat form, in the lion, a lion. A lion form. And she just ate everybody, gorged on everybody, made a mess, and killed, killing, killing everybody. Mm-hmm. They say that she was drunk on blood. Drunk on blood. So, or blood drunk. Or and and so if you think about this story, not with the deep, like the total part of the story, what does it remind you of? There's another story in the Bible too. It's like when uh, what is it? The one with um, oh my god, one of the rappers sings about it too. 
that they turn to not look at the city because they were gonna get rid of the whole city, and then but they turned around and if you turned around they're gonna turn into salt and she turned and he turned oh, around and turned into salt. Yeah, so the whole city was a city of sin, so God set down destruction and destroyed the whole city. Oh. So it's like, see, there's always similar stories in the okay. whole. Anyway, so in order, so Ra couldn't even control her because she was totally out of control. So then they made this whole, um, they filled a river with wine um, to get her drunk. And then when she fell asleep, then they injected her or whatever, calmed her down, and she came back to her human form. So through that, anger came the healing. Mm-hmm. That's the whole story. Yeah. <clears throat> I like that. Well, I know the version of, okay, so she got so drunk that she slept for years. Mm-hmm. And when she woke up, she was more, like, sane. Mm-hmm. And then she felt all this guilt and, ho- like, she felt horrible for what mm-hmm. she did. So then she went to ISIS. Mm-hmm. And ISIS being the mother, mm-hmm. um, you know, helped her through her healing mm-hmm. process. ISIS being love. Isis being love. love. Mm-hmm. And to the mother, remember we talked about yeah. how in the book I'm reading, she is the mother of the cosmos. Okay, yes. So that's where I see that from. Mm-hmm. And so then Isis helps her through her healing journey, and Sekhmet becomes Hathor, mm. who is... The mother manifestation. The, the motherhood manifestation. Oh, the oh. motherhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really, really beautiful. And exactly what you were saying. Yeah. So through extreme suffering or through suffering and pain and anger, do we come out rebirthed? Do right. we come out and we're able right. to see the love? Right. You know what I mean? And I think um, it's really good, though, to go through the anger because, well, for me, I, I have to. Like, that's just the way I feel it. But at least not being stuck there, right? So I was in it and I felt it. Well, that wasn't too bad. Like, I didn't feel like I lashed out too much. No, but you did carry it for I a long it. I carried time. I carried it. I carried it. For at least, like, a week and a half. Because I was like, what the hell? Yeah, because I didn't know how to process it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was processing it, but it just... I didn't know where it came. It was just a lot. Yeah, you didn't know where it came from. I was like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. What the hell is this? Mm-hmm. So I think just realizing how much damn like how those little things how how they're still there right mm-hmm. it's still there it's still we're still working through all this stuff i'm still working through all this trauma and stuff mm-hmm. but i it's just like another piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. like the many many so so you start and it's a 50 piece puzzle then it's a 100 piece right now i'm like at a 5,000 piece puzzle and you're like damn it was this one it was this one right here yeah but i don't remember where i was going with it damn well, it was. Where were we? I I thought that it was incredible. I was to watch all of it because even oh, if yeah. you wanted to be oh, be done with it, you couldn't until what happened with Aurora. Like you right. could not, you could right. not move from it because that was just a very crucial part of the right. entire story. That conversation right. that we had in the movie theater, I uh-huh. think, was just like what you needed to hear. Right. Well, you it wasn't even a conversation. I was just listening you talk. Right. And I think that was a hopefully you saw that that's how you process it is by letting it out. Oh yeah. And by con- so so it's like I guess just realizing how deep my 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 wounds were that like this is how cause, so one of my main things was I, I would always blame my mom. Right? Mm-hmm. I always oh, blame yeah. my mom. And I would be like, oh my god, my dad's perfect. My dad, my dad, my dad. But then so now true. I'm like, oh my god, I'm just seeing how you know my mom did the best she could. With what she had and dealing with this person who was not, you know, in their right mind with their with, with their alcoholism. And then my dad just fighting that disease his whole life. And 
So then now I'm like, okay, well, it's not that she was to blame, but I totally just blamed her for everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when it's both of them. It was both mm-hmm. of them. They picked each other. They stayed together. They're codependents. But then also just seeing how all that trauma, all that stuff that I had to go through with them. And then I just went and found a partner just like mm-hmm. that. And then I just kept repeating those cycles and just thinking that that's what love is. And that's yeah. how... That's how... That's where my worth was, right? Mm-hmm. And so just seeing all that, and I'm just like, oh, my God, my poor root, my poor root chakra. Um, what did you, every time I'm like, oh, especially, I think it was like the last week, I was like, oh, my God, pour them, pour them. And you'd always be like, no, not pour them. That is the life they chose. Right. So right. no, not pour you. That is the life you chose, not your poor root chakra. You're right. You had to go through that. And then, too, I hope that you were able to humanize them because then you went around and you did the same thing with your children. You did the same thing. Because, like, you still have yet to say, I forgive them. Or you still have... And then, you know, like, take your time. The parents? Yeah, take your time. Oh, no, I I do. I... <laughs> it's a, take your time, but you have to start seeing them I as know, mirrors. I do. But, like, dead ass. I know, just because Nessie Weshi. This mirror sucks. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do. I forgive them. I forgive them. I don't. Take your. Hey. Hey. I don't. Hey. Take your time. I forgive them, but hey, the shit comes hey. up for I forgive them for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, no, seriously, it's always like, you know, it's one thing and then another thing comes up and then another. But yeah, so I'm seeing, you're right. I see them in their humanness. But then I also see what I did to you guys, right? And how I. I did the same dip. No, I did the same damn thing. And at the end I of the, the day, who the fuck cares? Because all we're supposed to do is just be and just love. Right. Just be and just but love. You can't be and who love. Who the fuck cares? Until you process all this stuff and, you know. Right. But then, the, the, but then what I'm. Yes, you're so fucking right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, if I were to look at my dad and still hold on to all that human baggage, if I were Horace. If I were to continue the trauma that Horace passed down right. of I'm going to hold on to my humanity, to I'm going to hold on to my emotions, to, to the bitterness, to the, to the anger, to the if I were to hold on to the anger, to the bitterness, then nothing changes. Nothing. 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 And I cannot mm-hmm. be. And I cannot love. And on that point, I want, I want to just expand a little bit on that. Like... Let's say you know you have it and you're not letting it go. And then you're over here doing your yoga, your meditations, mm. you know, using all oh, the oils, using um, once a week, getting readings from your favorite priestess. Mm. Um, I literally tweeted about that. To go, really? I, going yeah. to the hot springs. They get the seed of it. They what get the seed of that burning sage or burning palo santo. My, my beautiful If you friend. are not willing to do the work, yeah. there is only so much that shit's going right. to do. Right. They get the seed of it. Tell me. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Mm-hmm. It's like you stay in that same freaking hole. Mm-hmm. You, stay, you stay cycling, cycling. Over and over and over. Blaming mm-hmm. everybody yeah. around you. Yeah. Holding yeah. on to yes. that anger. Being the victim. Let it go because it doesn't matter. And I know right. that sounds like a slap in the face because right. I, you're like, but my pain, you're saying my pain doesn't matter. Right. At the end of the day, it's love. Right, right. At the end of the day, And yes, love. your pain matters, but why hold on to it? It's why like, why? Yeah. You have why your wounded, why keep picking at it? Yeah. Right? yeah, why do you want to be in pain? It's like, I remember when we, when I was taking this, like, it was, um, 
a religious class. It was like a, but the way I saw it, it was like a meditation class. It was like prayer. It's the one one of my aunts does a lot. I think I, I you you've talked about it. Yeah, and to I me. really really liked it, and like me and your dad took it together. Yeah, yeah. And I really liked it because it's one of the things, and it was cool because it's like prayer, but it was like meditation, and so like I was seeing it in that very this really spiritual, really spiritual mm-hmm. class, mm-hmm. and so that's one of the things. It's like why. When you, when something bad happens to you, you know you you go through it. You forgive, you forget, you process. But why do you keep thinking about it? Why do you mm. keep running that whole scene through your head mm-hmm. exactly over how and it over happened? And over. Because when you do that, it just reopens the wounds. Literally, it goes into your brain and it makes your brain feel it. Like and so like I don't know if like like something has happened to you like really bad and you just keep relieve, reliving those awful memories. And what, what it does is that. It changes your body chemistry and your brain cells. Cause you're real. Your body thinks it's really reliving mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, so it's like, why do that mm-hmm, to yourself? Why mm-hmm. cause that trauma over and over and over? But for real, yourself? why? Yeah. That's so like, what I'm no. Asking, why? No, but I'm asking you why. <laughs> like you went oh, through man. it last week. You were thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking right. about it and thinking about it. No, and it's, and I still do that sometimes with stuff like that happening with my marriage and stuff. I still go over it over why? and over. It just stuffs out because. I think your body is so used to feeling it. When you stop feeling it, it's like, oh my God, where is it? I need to feel it. I need to feel how that terribleness. I need to feel... So it's just like the way you... Your, your nervous system, because mm-hmm. your nervous system isn't completely healed yet. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Because once I catch myself... So it's like also like you have to be really conscious, really consciente of what's happening in your brain mm-hmm. and be able to stop it. Because once you start thinking and thinking, oh my God, you can go down this rabbit hole and end up like, I don't know, what happened? Thinking of a memory. Nine steps when back. When you were three years old and somebody took the Barbie away from you, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you have to stop yourself. And that's the thing. is like you need to stop and you have to build some control into your brain. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say into stop your yourself, thoughts. but in a way that's like not... Because, okay, because if I were a listener, I'd be like... My old me would be like, okay, suppress, suppress, suppress. I'm not going to think about it anymore and move on. Oh, okay. But okay. now I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a deep breath because I have control over my mind. But then I have to... I want to, you know, come back to my body. Smart. And then it's, okay. How do I feel? How, do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's, why is this still bothering me? Oh. Okay. What have I not healed okay. from it? That smells so good. Do you smell What's it? the outside. And I feel like we talked, we brought up our ancestry for mm-hmm. a reason. And then this smell is connecting oh, me back to La Sierra. Oh, And I the smell came that. out of nowhere. The ancestors are here. Mm-hmm. They're saying, okay, we're here. Oh. We're not just healing. When you push everything to the side, mm-hmm. when you let go of your humanity, when, when when I say your humanity, the emotions, and you connect back to your being, and you recognize your true self as energy, as essence, and you allow yourself to simply be, mm-hmm. then you are actively healing your own, yeah. but them. Yes. And that's yes. what they never got. They never yes. got. They didn't have the luxury to sit in stillness yeah, and feel. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you're right. It's just feeling it and processing it. And, and asking think, yourself. And, ask, and I think like my sister said, well, when does this processing stop? Well, you know, when you're done with you, you're also healing them. And then you're also healing mm-hmm. other realities. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, really, it's like part of the process. But the, the objective shouldn't be... I will be perfect or I will be in bliss when my healing is done. No, you are right. in bliss right now. Yes. And that's what we're saying is release yes. the emotions because you are in bliss right now. Yes. So I think for me, since it was a really hard week at home, at work, it, I had to make a lot of big decisions and it was just, it was just sucked. Mm-hmm. 
But one of the things I did, I was like, you know what? But I'm going to make that conscious effort of I'm happy. I'm in bliss. I will wake, wake up to work happy, dress and do my hair and do everything so I can feel good. So I think that also like helps you not necessarily trick your mind, but but it's a little trick, right? You mm-hmm. you feel good. You look good. You, you feel good. Yeah. So you just it's just something where, you know, you're saying, you know what? I deserve it. Mm-hmm. And so dress yourself. I and just going to work and smiling and talking to everybody and smiling mm-hmm. to everybody and say, how are you? Mm-hmm. How are you? Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, if I can give that gift to somebody to mm-hmm. be somebody's to connect to connect and to and, connect. To be, how are you? Like, how are you? How are you really? Mm-hmm. How are you? To humanize. Yeah, when I ask, how are you? Mm-hmm. I don't ask the, I always, because for me, when I ask, how are you? I really want to know, how are you? Yeah. I'll, do, 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 do. I'll give you my yeah. life. It, it, and so at work, when somebody asks me, how are you? I'm like, do you want the polite answer? Or, or do, do you, you want really want to answer? know how I am? Because, because I'm like, fucking going through Because I, I can fucking tell you everything. Yeah. Example A. The podcast. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think what you do is you just realize, look, I'm alive. Yeah. And, and there for is me, no objective. Oh, my God. And for me, I think that is such a blessing. Like, I am alive. Thank mm-hmm. God. First, like, the way my birth was. And then That's was so just, true. My birth. <laughs> she always brings up her fucking birth. Oh, such a miracle. <laughs> so for all of you out there who know me, you are blessed. Mm, blessed. Ashe. Blessed. Ashe. You're so true. Children, you guys don't know how lucky you are to be here, too, because I'm here. Yeah. And if I, was, if I wouldn't be here, you wouldn't Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, you're so right. And then I was just like a really terrible teenager, so all the stuff I did, so I was just like, damn. I'm so blessed to be here. Yeah, I was in shock recently. Look, I didn't realize you were friends with this one person, right? And he's been coming up a lot. So oh yeah I think that's just energy I have his picture we can put him here. up yeah okay I would love to see it too because I don't know what he looks like you know what it, oh I'll look for it I, yeah. I oh I might have given it to I'll look for it okay but I might have given it to your dad okay yeah stuff. we okay. should we should hang him okay. up um but so he was like a hardcore drug dealer <laughs> and you were over here friends with him yeah I just connected that <laughs> And then we were driving one day, and I was, like, talking about, uh, like, weed and shit. And my mom's like, yeah, well, when I was a teenager, I was taking MDMA. Or LSD or whatever the fuck that is. Or ecstasy. MDMA is ecstasy. That chest. What do you think that is, mom? (laughs) That chest. (laughs) Like, that was hardcore shit. Well, acid? I don't know. I don't know. But I was like... You never once told me that shit. Really? That was the first time, and then it, within that same week, <laughs> I found out I, where I just connected. I was like, "Oh my god!" And she was best friends with this dude who was and then hard. My other, and then core. my other best friends like missed the all tenth grade or half a tenth grade because they got caught at the border crossing drugs. Oh my god! And they were in jail in quite. A, I don't know. No, it had to be at Basel. They went in jail for a for a couple wow. months, yeah. And that's where when I, I learned this little sign language thing that we would do because of that. And it was jail talk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I so was a to be saint. So I was a saint <laughs> compared to you. Dude, I never said I was a saint. <laughs> I never said I was a saint. I did not. I'm just in shock. In my opinion. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. What? What? I was like, in my defense. I just grew up by myself. Like, yeah. I was raising my siblings. Mm-hmm. My parents were never home. They gave me a car when I was 14. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So come on. I was cooking, cleaning, doing laundry at 10. I was taking care of everybody at 10. So I just, I thought I was a little grown up. Damn. I thought I was a little adult. But I still managed to graduate from high school with a kid and a really good GPA. And college. And I went to college. And you went to college. And I'll get my master's now. Yeah. Hey! Hey! hey. hey. So see, there is, there is hope, guys. There yes, is hope. There is. And, and you're hope. healing. Yeah, there's healing. Mm-hmm. Maybe and I just you- forgot those things. Because you know how like they're really traumatizing things? I block a lot. Remember how I told you I, I compartmentalized? Mean, with your little tachas. <laughs> the tachas kind of put them in my brain. Wait, for realsies? I'm just kidding. No. Oh. Or maybe, maybe I could have been like a freaking neuroscientist and because I was taking that You are exactly little... who you are meant okay, to be. Okay, okay. So see the... I'm just in shock. I'm but just like, wow. the little boxes up because there's a lot of compartments <laughs> yeah. that... Which is fun. Mm-hmm. No? Fun? If you change your perspective and you're like, wow, I went through so much in this life and I, there's right. still so much to go through. Right. Then and I was just laughing because one of the things that I was, I was mad about... Um, with one of my kids was like that she didn't pick wait for her sister and I was really I was cracking up I was like just thinking yeah well, I never left my brothers and sisters I would take him to the pool hall with me I would take him out with me when I go it would be, yeah, my brother has this vivid memory of this guy that I was with, I, I just was talking to and he had a gun in his truck and I had my brother with me I was like oh my god but at least you didn't leave him but I never left him <laughs> they were always with me yeah and then once and then my brother oh my god was, was talking about a story about how he was in a little in a high speed high speed car chase with the cops in my car with one of my friends. I was like, oh. and my brother was probably like ten, eleven. It's like, oh my god. Oh my god. Well, yeah, when I was in high school, I was this one's when I was like fifteen, sixteen, and he's seven years younger than me. Nine. Just nine. Oh my god. And that's what I was thinking about that. I was just like, God, I am. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but I mean, everything wins for a reason. A win is a win. A win? a win is a win. You a went through all of that for a reason. Look who you are right now. Yeah. A win is a win. A win is a win. You shouldn't have, you know, don't even think about, oh, I should have done this. No. Oh, no, no, no. I don't. I, I think I learned that, like, I don't have regrets. Like, a lot of things, like, they suck to go through. Um, it was really hard, but I don't have regrets because I know because of that I am who I am today. Mm-hmm. And it's taught me so much. And then also it's like, it was the human design it was a human experience that i chose yeah like i wanted to and so then did you live it oh hell yeah there we go did you live it or did you hold i mean yeah i mean there were times where it was rough but right no no my whole my whole youth it was crazy i lived every second but then now that i think about it i was like okay no wonder i have i had like so much anxiety at one point because i lived through, through so much and then just remembering i guess all that trauma and all that stuff i think that's where my anxiety started kicking in on top of all the suppressing because like sometimes i'm like oh my god i get so much anxiety doing this but then i did all this stuff like it just sometimes i just can't doesn't connect you know mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know why where they came from but then too we look at what you always say anxiety breeds anxiety yeah so it's not necessarily yeah. that one specific um experience triggered it but it was just already in you right and right. maybe when you were younger. Right. And then we go back to the conversations we've had before where it's like, okay, well, I probably have normalized it for so long. And then you were out here right. doing tachas. <laughs> you know? Like, you know, you were numbing yourself. Yeah. So yeah. then you reach this point where you were awake and you realized, oh, I have anxiety. It didn't just come mm-hmm. from there. Right. You just normalized it right. for X amount I of just time. covered it forever. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's not just one answer. And I think... And then... Uh, 
I don't know when that, that novela came out. Soñadoras de la vida. Siempre. No. I have no idea what With that Aracelia is. With Araceli Arambula? I have no idea. It was with Duchess too, so I thought it Oh my god! I'm gonna go Google what the fuck are Duchess. <sighs> Google it right now. I don't want to. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's ecstasy. Ecstasy? Yeah. And is that in. Okay, whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, and I will keep you guys updated. Do not it's worry. It's okay, we don't need it. <laughs> Just yeah. do not do drugs, kids. Do not do drugs. Yeah, because. <laughs> because your brain the chemistry and your brain is not fully developed until you are 24 your brain isn't even fully developed yet do you know that yes i do know that i remember my therapist would be like her brain isn't fully developed yet she doesn't know what she's doing literally uh mm-hmm. and she was so right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i didn't know what i was doing oh my god and think about it i was 24 with three kids did i have you at 24 i know i had you at 25 how would she know no, I had, no, I had her at 24 and the other one. Okay, hold on. Yeah, me at 24, Sophie at 25. Oh, you So my know. brain was finally developed when I had Sophie. Ah, damn. Ah, mom! Why would you do that? Sonia, yeah, I'm ah! so Why are you so rude to me? Oh my god. What the? It mom! It is ecstasy. It is? Thank you very much. Is ecstasy MDMA? Yeah. Imagine what that did to my brain. It's okay, you're fine my now. And you're really smart. Scans. I gotta go do some brain scans just to make sure. Why? Why are we attaching ourselves to all these things? I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Live in well, the moment. Oh, okay. Experience your humanity. That's another thing that I was reading. It's like, so then when we attach ourselves to our emotions, they control us, and then we mm. become it, and then we're like, oh my God, I can't come out of this pain because this pain has defined me. Right. But then it's like, release oh, it. Oh, my God. I don't give a fuck if you have anxiety. Yeah. Be here. Right. Breathe through it. Right. And stop well, looking. Well, I do give a fuck stop if you looking. have anxiety. But. Stop looking at the future. Come back yeah. to your present moment. Let's be here. Yeah. Let's feel. Yeah. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. I swear. Oh my gosh. These my, labels and shit don't Our matter. teacher. Our teacher says our that. Our teacher. Our teacher. Says that the people she loves to work with are the addicts. The Oh, so members. she loves working with you. Yeah. <laughs> the gang members. The, all these ex. Oh, she bad, loves you. The bad guys, right? Because we're the ones who have like experienced like so much trauma. But then it's just the beauty of it, right? Mm-hmm. How the suffering births mm-hmm. love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and it's so, so true. go into the love. It's so true. I love like at work too. I love the hardest cases, and mm-hmm. I love all the people that are the messed up people, right? The people mm-hmm. that nobody wants to work with because it just brings so much value and so much just ugh, just amazing. Because mm-hmm. nobody really sees their humanity, right? They just mm-hmm. see what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, ugh, so beautiful. But they are well, like the kindest people. Yeah. They went through some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. What are you Do you want to be vulnerable? Ah! <laughs> oh, yeah. I did ask you that. So then we go back to the, if you're not willing to do the work, there's only so much that we can do. I was watching Vida, and that's uh-huh. a show on Hulu that I was telling yeah. you about. Oh, my God. Y luego le hacen una lim- they do a limpia, they mm-hmm. do a cleanse mm-hmm. on one of the main characters, mm-hmm. and it's a bath, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then right before she leaves, the espiritista, or the spiritual being, the spiritual... The light worker. The light worker looks at the girl and goes, this brought up, it, this is a cleanse. It got out... It got out everything that doesn't serve you. Mm-hmm. It took out everything that she's like said it over and over and over. And the girl's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Not hearing her. Mm-hmm. Saying, it took it out so it's going to be displayed. 
Mm. It took it out, so now you can't hide it. Mm. And so when this girl was over here, it was in the middle of chaos everywhere she went. She was like, fuck your fucking limpia. It didn't work. It just made things worse. Mm. And then later she's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm the bad. Yeah. I'm, it was and, all and, me. And it's not necessarily that it's all her, but it's like you, you're living a lie and you get this done and then, or, or you're living what you're not supposed An illusion. to live. Yeah. And you get this work done. And of course it's going to take it away because it's not for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're in this marriage and in a work, in this work and living in this place where you're not supposed to, it's going to mess up your marriage. It's going to mess up your work and it's mm-hmm. going to mess up where you live mm-hmm. because that's not where you're supposed to do mm-hmm. be or do, be doing. Mm-hmm. But it was more like, yes, that's so right. And mm. in some cases, 100%. But mm. in this case, it was like, she was the one that was causing everything. Yeah, and when she and the spiritista, the light worker said everything mm-hmm. that is like rotten is out. Ooh. So her insecurity, mm-hmm. her chasing chaos, her burning bridges, her shit talking about people, all of that was just out and she was doing it all in like one day. Oh. It was insane to what it was actually very very beautiful to see that being represented on What like episode? What season? Vida. Que vida, la mía. On Hulu. I know, but like what? Um, no, you're going to watch season. it all, honey. I think I watched the first one. Oh, you did? Wow, a long time ago. Oh, the second season is pretty tried. good. Okay. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll watch, watch it. it. I really like it. <clears throat> I'll watch it. it. Really cool. I'm trying to finish The Sopranos right now. Oh, that's a slow, that's a slow. Yeah, I can only watch like one episode every couple days. Yeah. But, so that's the thing. That's what you're doing when you're over here doing cleanses and stuff and oh, you're yeah. not aware of what you're doing. Yeah. So it's like, Come back to your body. Become aware of what you're doing. Yeah. Become aware of what you're doing. This careful, is your sign. Be careful what you ask for. And yeah, be careful what you ask for. Yeah. I had to go through those moments. Oh, yeah. You had to go through those moments. In order I for know. growth, we have to see ourselves. Oh, so I that know. we can finally release it and say, you know what? It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. All right, everyone, thank you so much for sharing the space and this time with us. Like always, we appreciate you. We love you. Um, um, and just remember, this is our stories. This is like what the stuff that we go through. It's not. It's our perspective. It's yes. our vulnerability. Yes. And like we share this stuff not for you guys to come and judge us, but to help you. And not even to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Right. No, just our stories. It's like what we went through. and But, but then to- also, we're not professionals. We're not. Mm-hmm. And we want to make space for you to be able to have the courage, have the strength, have the hope, right. have the ability to go through your own healing journey, yeah. to make up your own fucking mind, to expand your own language, to hear different perspectives and decide what do I believe in. Yes. And but to ultimately, just be. Yeah. Just be in love. Be. Ashe. Ashe. <laughs> Bye. Love you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.